We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain alienable rights. We have a power. And we've raised a spoiled brat representative government that needs to be taken to the woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach. Unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every turn of event through history hinged. One person will stand up upon a single person. And then everybody else will stand. A gym member surrounded by a crowd of supporters was placed in handcuffs. A Tampa Bay pastor has been arrested. Sentenced to a week in she jail. She also and tore up a cease and desist letter. We have a posterity waiting for us to say, we will not comply so you will be free. We have a chance to fight without bloodshed. But every time we comply, we establish a future where our children will not have that option. Why do we sit down when all should be standing? And why do we back down? At the Rise and shine, liberty loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Show. Chris Ann Hall here, K R I S A N N E. H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to episode 1,445. We're doing something a little cool today, something we've done every now and again. Uh, Christian, you need to mic up while I'm talking here so we can get you on the air today. But we're actually doing <clears throat> an Instagram live right now while we talk just as a little preview instagram will be able to hear me and see me they won't be able to see the videos and stuff that that you do <laughs> hold on a second i got a i got a dry spot in my throat all of a sudden so give me just one second <laughs> christian's crawling around in front of me now don't be shy chris all right <clears throat> i have been working all day long. And the moment I sit down and say, rise and shine, all of a sudden, you know, I get that stupid little dry spot in my voice. So thank you so much for joining us today. We usually broadcast on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but yesterday, lo and behold, I took a day off. So uh, we did a little get together for our graduating seniors at the River School of Government which was a whole lot of fun. River School of Government. That's where you need to go in the Tampa area if you want to know about American history, if you want to know about uh, the proper role of government, how to understand and know the Constitution. I st still got my glasses on top of my head. <laughs> River School of Government. Look it up. That's where JC and I teach 
uh, on a regular basis from August to January and then from January to May. Well, thank you again for joining me today. We're going to do a little short video opening here now. I love this video from Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. We're going to be talking a little bit about the Supreme Court today. So I thought that I would just open that up for you there with uh, Clarence Justice Thomas. Go ahead. Christian, go ahead and play that one. And give me a thumbs up when we're playing so I know. One of the things I say in response to the media is when they talk about, or especially early on, about the way I did my job. Watch I said, the show I will and you can see the leave the court when I do my job as poorly as you do yours. <laughs> <laughs> and that was meant as a compliment, really. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. How about that? Clarence Thomas says, I will quit my job when I do it as bad as the media. Are you freaking kidding me? How awesome is that? See, that's why I hate Clarence Thomas, because he does not give in to the social pressure of the woke society. Now, uh, right now I have up on my website. Go ahead and put that up there, Christian. I have up on my website a brand new article, and I am very... I'm very proud to say that my article has been picked up by the 10th Amendment Center. They're going to be running. They have run it as well, uh, which is an honor for me because I love the 10th Amendment Center. If you don't know about the 10th Amendment Center, you need to look up the 10th Amendment Center .com. They are a great advocate for the Constitution, for limited government, and they don't just simply sit behind the keyboards and complain. They don't just fundraise you know, those guys that just fundraise, they don't just fundraise and create crises for fundraising. They actually help people create state, strong state legislation and limited federal government legislation. So these guys are really, really awesome. The 10th Amendment Center. But my article is called Biden's uh, panic propaganda. And you can get that by going to chrisannhall.com. Chrisannhall, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com. Biden's panic propaganda. And it all has to do with this uh, alleged agreement that's going to be signed with the World Health Organization um, from May 22nd to May 28th. If you're catching wind of all of that panic, as it were, and you don't want to panic. You want to actually know what the solutions are. You want to actually know what you're supposed to do about it, what you can do about it, not what Washington should do about it, not what uh, the president should do about it, not your congressman, because let me tell you something, your congressman ain't going to do jack about it. All right, let's just be clear. There's the the Washington, D.C. is a black hole that will do nothing about this WHO agreement, period. Bottom line, drop mic. But where the changes, where the control, where the power really rests in your hands. No, I'm not mistaken. You don't need some political messiah. I'm talking about your hands. You need to go read my article, Biden's Panic Propaganda. And I understand it's a little bit of an emotive name, Biden's panic propaganda, but here's the here's the sad story. We have lots of conservative outlets 
that are pushing the panic button as well. And I don't believe they're doing it out of malicious intent like the Biden administration is. I believe there's a lot of people that just simply are not educated on the Constitution. They're not educated on the proper application of the Constitution or the proper solutions to federal government out of control. And that's what I give you. And as a matter of fact, um, I don't know, can they see the article, Christian, where I have the audio clip there? So scroll down so they can see. I actually uh, did an audio clip of me reading the article. So it's like an audio book. You don't even have to uh, read the article yourself. You just hit that little play button and I'll read it to you. My husband was like, wow, that's an awesome idea, Chris Ann. You need to do that. And so you can just listen to the article without even reading it. And it, I'm serious. This is an empowerment thing. And I know that we've been teaching this now for over a week and it's starting to make waves. I heard Michelle Bachman is not happy with what we're teaching you about this. And there's even some rhetoric about some law that was passed that said that the federal government can do whatever they want with the WHO. Um, not so guys, absolutely not. So Congress cannot constitutionally pass a law to circumvent the treaty process of Article 2, Section 2, Clause 2 of the Constitution. To change Article 2, Section 2, Clause 2 of the Constitution, you have to amend the Constitution through the Article 5 process, which is not a legislative act. So I understand that there are people out there saying this is a done deal because Congress did this or Obama did that. It's not true, guys. Don't get sucked into the panic. The only reason they're, they're touting and pushing this narrative that you have to call your congressman, actually, there's two reasons. And I'm sort of giving away the article a little bit, but there's two reasons why they're touting this narrative that you must call your congressman. Only your congressman can stop this. Baloney. I call baloney. Total baloney. You see, it's not about Congress. It's about state and local. The only reason they're doing this, number one, is because they know Congress ain't going to do jack. Not a thing. Nothing. Not a silence crickets. The only thing they're going to do is do a bunch of talking and making sound bites for the midterm election. It's all political show. That's the only thing you're going to get out of this is political sound bites and political show. And it will fail. It won't work because they're never were going to do anything about it. And that's why they're pushing it. So you will think you've done everything by calling your congressman or, or calling your senator and then you'd be like, oh, I did everything. Why didn't it work? I just, I'm so defeated. I'm so discouraged. Nothing ever works. That's why they're telling you this is your only solution because it won't work. And they want you to feel defeated. They want you to feel discouraged and they want you to check out. And then number two, they want you to feel defeated and discouraged and run to the polls at midterm and spend all your time and all your money and all your efforts electing the ivory tower Washington, D.C. politicians and ignore where your real power and authority is, state and local. You'd be better off electing a sheriff 
who's going to tell the WHO to pound sand than running around and throwing your money into the Washington, D.C. black hole. Sorry, just the honest facts for you. If you want to know the constitutional facts behind what I just told you, go to chrisanhall.com and read or listen to the article, Biden's Panic Propaganda. And I think it's a really good article, so you should go listen to it. Now, I told you we were going to talk a little bit about the Supreme Court. And the first story with the Supreme well, yeah, the first story with the Supreme Court has to do with uh, this whole abortion thing, the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Now, uh, Christian's got a little video queued up, and um, let me go ahead and, and give me a thumbs up when that's ready. It's ready? Okay, Christian, go ahead and play that video. Our people who are watching us on Instagram Live aren't going to be able to see the video, but this is just a preview for the show. If you want to see the videos, you can watch the show when they air at 6 p.m. tonight. Go ahead. Justices. Senators, meanwhile, held a crucial vote today on whether to begin debate on a bill to codify the Roe versus Wade abortion decision. Congressional correspondent Chad Pergram tells us what happened today. A day of symbolism, but the result never in question. On this vote, the yeas are 49, the nays are 51. The motion is not agreed to. Democrats held the vote to stoke their base for the midterms. Mitch McConnell has made clear they're coming after everybody. Democrats locking in senators. Stand with women to protect their freedoms. We're standing with MAGA Republicans. Republicans highlighting Democrats' positions. So there you have it, guys. The Senate held a hearing to quote-unquote codify the Roe v. Wade Supreme Court decision. This is yet another political manipulation, another political ploy to get people focused on the federal government. Now, I want you to understand something. Now, I don't, if you're a student at LibertyFirstSociety.com, you know this, right? So Christian's probably put up the little LibertyFirstSociety.com link up there so you guys can see it. But if you are a student at LibertyFirstSociety.com, you already know this. But there are many people, many of you out there who have not yet become a student, a member at LibertyFirstSociety.com. So let me show you how this works. The Union of States created was to do so retaining the authority of the states over the federal government. The states are an essential check and balance on federal power, especially unauthorized federal power. Now, what you have in this new uh, Dobbs case that is you know, everybody's screaming is overturning Roe v. Wade. It's not overturning. Well, I guess it's overturning Roe v. Wade, but what they're saying is it will uh, end abortion in America. That's not true. This does not end abortion. But before we get to that aspect of it, I want you to realize something. In this Dobbs opinion, the majority court says abortion is not a federal issue. It's not a federal issue. It is actually a state issue, restoring the proper paradigm between the division of power of the state and the federal government. 
If you want to understand that, again, membership at Liberty First Society is the most complete and the easiest way to do that. But James Madison writes about it in Federalist 45, the powers delegated to the federal government are few and defined. We put them in a box. And the powers that remain in the state governments are numerous and indefinite. And what Madison goes on to say is that if the power, in many other cases, in many more other places, that the powers delegated are the sum and total of the powers possessed by the federal government. Now, through the, the adoption of the 14th Amendment, there are those in the federal government and those who are in love with federal power, who are addicted to federal power, who just simply want to be ruled over. They just love being subjects in a kingdom. They have used inappropriately the 14th Amendment to create rights, natural rights, right? So only natural rights are actually constitutionally protected. And so they, what they want to do is create rights as natural rights so they gain constitutional protections. And what this majority court has said is that abortion is not a natural right. A mother does not have a natural right to abort her child. In order to use the 14th Amendment, they say, to, to recognize a natural right as a constitutionally protected right, then you must prove that this right was recognized throughout all of history. Socially recognized as a right, culturally recognized as a right, legally recognized as a right. And if you establish that long history, then guess what? The 14th Amendment, they say, allows you to say, hey, that's actually a right secured through the Constitution. But as Alito accurately points out, abortion is not a long-held right. It is not a long-held social right. It's not a long-held cultural right. It was actually invented as a right in the argument for abortion. So absent that long history of a natural right, the right is not secured through the U.S. Constitution. You can't use the 14th Amendment to bootstrap it into federal protection. And since you can't use the 14th Amendment to bootstrap it into federal protection, then it is a state power. And that's the bottom line. It's a state power. Now, those in love with federal power, those who have been working since, the, since 1828 to create a consolidated government where we're all subject to federal rulers. Guess what, guys? They're freaking out. By the way, they're not freaking out over the end of abortion, okay? That is the ploy. It's a complete deception. Those power-hungry Pelosi's and Feinstein's and Warren's and Schumer's, they don't give a crap about your your ability to kill a baby. They don't care. Kill your baby, don't kill your baby. They don't care. What really bothers them about this is the loss of power to the federal government and the returning of the power to the states. That's the bottom line. That's what they're ticked off about. So they're going to get everybody up in this, this panic propaganda once again that, hey, guess what? 
you're not going to be able to have an abortion. This opinion outlaws abortions. It does not outlaw abortion. That's not what it does. It returns that power to the states. Now, it's interesting in that clip that Christian showed you about the Senate holding their little mock dog and pony show, their three-ring circus about codifying Roe v. Wade as, as, as a law. Let me tell you something. The Supreme Court has held that abortion is not a federal issue. If it's not a federal issue, then guess what? Um, you can't make a federal law about it. Congress is only authorized to make laws consistent with the Constitution. The Supreme Court has held abortion is not a constitutional issue. And since it is not a constitutional issue, then Congress can't make a law about it. It is a state-reserved issue. And they know this. They know this. And, and I don't know if maybe that's why they didn't pass or what, but they know this. Because if they had passed that law, it would have been immediately challenged and the court would have um, quickly overturned the law as unconstitutional. And they wouldn't want to take that risk anyway, because that would have made them look like a bunch of idiots and exposed what the real purpose was here. Because the real purpose of that Senate mockery in a vote was not to actually do a, make a law. The vote was to panic propaganda you into going to the polls and getting involved in elections. And that's why the Republicans went along with it, by the way. That's why the Republicans didn't stand up and say, hey, wait a minute, the Supreme Court just said it's not a federal issue. If it's not a federal issue, we can't pass a law about it. Not a single Republican stood up and said that. Not a single one. Why? Because they benefit by the panic propaganda to get you to the polls the same way. So I just want you to know that. And again, there's headlines all over the place. The Guardian has a headline up about how abortion rights are going away in America. This does not put an end to abortion, guys, in any way, shape, or form. All it does is return it to the states. If you live in Massachusetts, if you live in California, if you live in a state that has state laws that allow for babies to be killed in the womb, then guess what? Nothing changes for you because it's a state issue. If you live in a state like Oklahoma, where abortion is is uh, highly restricted, nothing changes for you either. So, you know, I just I don't understand what the whole hoo-ha is. Uh, this is a state issue. It's always been a state issue. But if you handle it logically if you handle it reasonably, if you handle it factually, then guess what? There's not a big panic. And then people don't go out and vote. So the last thing that I wanted to talk to you about was this headline that I saw. What what magazine, what art, uh, website is that, Christian? CBS News. Oh, it is CBS News about the student loans? Uh, yes. Okay. So... Uh, read the headline for everybody, Christian. 
It's about to get more expensive to take out federal student loans. Here's why. Yeah, see, you guys have been hearing this, right? This loan forgiveness, loan forgiveness, loan forgiveness. It's absolutely insane, guys. I'm watching these college students run around with these signs. Uh, my future is not debt. I'm not alone for, you know, I don't want to pay my bills. Right. Okay. Hello. What's next? You're going to pay my mortgage too. You know what? If you want to better yourself, it's called sacrifice. I worked my way through college. I had student loans. I paid them for decades, but Hey, here we are. I'm finally debt free. Not only that, while I was in college, I held three jobs and lived on tuna fish and crackers. Why? Because I wanted to have a better life. Uh, I wanted to have the career of my choice. I didn't want to be digging dishes or flipping burgers for the rest of my life. You see, hard work and sacrifice is what it takes. The American dream is not a handout. The American dream is not a three-bedroom, two-bath house in an affluent neighborhood that somebody's stinking handed to you. You don't have to work for it. No, that's the communist dream. And by the way, in the communist dream, you don't get a three-bedroom, two-bath house in an affluent neighborhood. You get the same stack them and pack them apartment that everybody else has. Just ask the Cubans. So... Stop whining about your student loans and start complaining about the right things, right? So here's the argument with this student loan uh, forgiveness stuff. Number one, the cost of these loans are going to have to go somewhere. Somebody has to pay them back because somebody's paying the teachers. Somebody's paying to maintain the colleges. Money is coming somewhere to keep the lights on in the classroom. Lights don't just stay on and teachers don't work for free. As much as they might be teaching you communism, not a single solitary one of them is willing to get up and go to work every day without a paycheck. I think the education system and the teachers in the education system carry some of the biggest hypocrites on this planet, teaching communism, teaching that you know, we all have to do our fair share. We all have to give a little, get a little, and nobody should have to pay for anything. And nobody should own anything. I don't see a single one of those professors who starting off minimum wage, 80 grand a year, starting off minimum wage, a college professor, 80 grand a year. I don't see any of them passing out dollars on the campus. I don't see any of them handing their cars and their houses over to the students. So guess what? Somebody pays them. And if the students aren't paying them, then that means they will pay them later when they graduate and they enter into society. And the taxes are so high because nobody will actually have to pay for anything. Isn't that ridiculous? Yes, you have to pay for it. It's called income tax. And the debt that this country is in, you will pay for that later too.
Your children and your grandchildren will pay for that. So, hey, let me tell you a story. Student loans are going to get more expensive. It's, because number one, interest rates are going up everywhere. And all this discussion of forgetting, forgiving student loans is also expensive. Forget, the talk of a forgiveness of student loans makes the loan givers scramble and charge more for the loans because they don't know if they're ever going to get their money back. Not only that, there's debate, even in Washington, D.C., on whether the president actually even has the authority to forgive student loans. It's that whole constitutional conundrum. What exactly in Article 2 allows the federal government to forgive student loans? Well, let me let you in on a clue, right? Um, search the Constitution. There is absolutely no authority for the federal government to be loaning money for college educations to begin with. So they're just making all this crap up as they go along. So I don't know why they couldn't just make up the crap that the president can do it. But there are people who are going to oppose that. They're going to sue. They're going to file lawsuits. And even if some kind of of loan forgiveness comes out of this administration. The people who are asking for it now won't see it because it's decades down the road of legal battles before it ever even is allowed to happen, if ever. And don't forget, all that time, all that time, all this forbearance that you guys are getting as you sit around and enjoy not having to pay your student loans, when it's all said and done, Guess what? Your interest is building. It's a forbearance, guys. It's not a forgiveness. You'd be better off to go ahead and start socking away payments because this free ride is going to end and it's going to smack you in the face like a financial tidal wave because for five years you got a forbearance, which is just interest rolling and rolling and rolling and you think it's bad now those forbearance doesn't help you it doesn't help you a bit and the people who put out money to pay for your education they're not footing the bill there is no way they're going to foot the bill so student loan forgiveness you know what that's called a job it's called get a job and pay off your student loans just like the rest of us had to. Get a job where your boss will pay off your student loans. There's an option. But it's not my job. It's not my responsibility as a taxpayer who paid my own student loans off to now turn around and pay yours. What a bunch of greedy, selfish, self-centered egotistical spoiled brats to look me in the face and tell me I paid mine off. Now I got to pay off yours too. What the heck? Grow up and realize nothing is free and you got to pay for your own stuff. I'm not your mama. I'm not paying off your student loans. So guess what? It's not my job. Hey, look, you know, it's not my fault that you got a bachelor's degree 
in gender studies and you don't have a stinking clue what to do with it because there's no jobs called the gender study job. It's not my fault you got a worthless degree while racking up $200,000 in student loans so you could live like a party animal while you're getting your gender study degree. See, these are not wise decisions. And there's probably a good reason your parents didn't pay for your classes knowing you were getting some stupid worthless degree. I'm telling you, go to go to a go to a vocational school at this point. The colleges are worthless. They have no value whatsoever. My son's no way not paying for that crap. It's not happening. So guess what? You know how you get ahead in America? You make wise, responsible choices. You make your choices and then you deal with them. You don't run around waiting for somebody else to be your mom and daddy and bail you out because mom and daddy got sick and tired of bailing you out. I'm not bailing you out. Not happening. So the student loan forgiveness stuff in the trash. Because guess what? You'll never see it. Just pay your bills like the rest of us have to. And I'm not, I have no interest in communist America. Okay. Got no interest in it. I'm not going to support it. If you want to be a communist, then go live yourself in some stack them and pack them uh, one bedroom apartment and stop whining to me about how you don't get your American dream. Because the American dream has nothing to do with communism. The American dream has to do with hard work, responsibility, wise choices, and paying your stinking bills. That's what this is about. Well, Christian... I don't know if we should end on that note, but that's about all I got today. You got anything for the people today? No. Nothing at all? Uh-uh. No? No. You don't have any student loans, do you? I have a lot. <laughs> all of that homeschooling. Homeschooling. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, that's, you know, you didn't you didn't go to the government school and suck off the taxpayers and get some stupid education. Christian actually paid for his education and got a good education, right? And by the way, just a little note, the boy was homeschooled and he doesn't have a social problem. Okay, how many times did you hear that, Christian? Grown up? Oh, those homeschoolers, they don't know how to socialize. A lot. Yeah. But how I was most of the time, they didn't think that I was homeschooled and it would surprise them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, same thing with Colton. Well, I mean, they knew our lifestyle, so they knew Colton had to be homeschooled because there's no way, you know, we traveled and stuff. But Colton, it, does Colton have a problem socializing with people? No. <laughs> so there you go, parents. Get away from the propaganda, the panic propaganda, and uh, homeschool your children where they'll actually get an education uh, about things that are important and not an education about you know, um, sexualization, right? Not an education about that. I don't, Christian, do you remember the story we covered on um, Victory? Were you watching Victory with me or were you doing, I mean, I don't know, sometimes you're doing other things while we're doing that, where they had the the parent who was upset because the art teacher yeah, I was listening. 
The art teacher invited the student to an after-school art program only to find out when they got to the after-school art program that it wasn't an art program. It was, a, it was sexualization programming. So much so that the guest speaker said, rule number one, what stays, what we say in here stays in here. Uh, no, I'm sorry. No, I don't think so. You don't have that kind of confidentiality with my child. And let me tell you something, people. Uh, under the age of 18, there's no confidentiality agreement that will stick. So don't bully my child into keeping your dirty little perverted secrets. And by the way, that's another reason why Colton will never go to government school programs. And that's, I'm sure I can get an amen from Christian's mom and dad as well. So here's the thing. If you're mad about your child being sexualized in public school, I got a quick and easy solution for you. Don't send them to public school. It's just that simple, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, we will be back as soon as possible this this weekend, I will be, or this Friday, I'll be flying on another trip. So actually a, a private event. So we're not advertising it, but I will be out of town and Eternity will be with me. We'll be taking some pictures. So follow us on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn, and you can see all the stuff we'll be doing this weekend. But I'll be with you again this week before we leave. Thank you so much for joining me today. God bless. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain alienable rights. We have a power. And we've raised a spoiled brat representative government that needs to be taken to the woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach. Unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every turn of event through history hinged one person will stand up upon a single person and then everybody else will stand a gym member surrounded by a crowd of supporters was placed in handcuffs a tampa bay pastor has been arrested sentenced to a week in she jail she also and tore up a cease and desist letter we have a posterity waiting for us to say we will not comply so you will be free We have a chance to fight without bloodshed. But every time we comply, we establish a future where our children will not have that option. Why do we sit down when all should be standing? And why do we back down?